Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When Gene Roddenberry, the creator of Star Trek, passed away in 1991, the direction of the series changed. And not in any small way either. See, Roddenberry had a very clear idea of what he wanted Star Trek to be. At its heart, his vision of the future was an absolute utopia, a world free of greed, famine, poverty or prejudice. And indeed, this is reflected nicely in the original series and the early seasons of The Next Generation. When he passed away, people naturally started to bend these rules and the result was Star Trek Deep Space Nine, a more daring and multifaceted kind of Trek than any that had come before it. With its more varied cast, deeper themes and unique settings, Deep Space Nine was a momentous leap forward for the franchise and with its changes to the Star Trek formula came many series after it, carrying on the broader vision of the future that had ushered it in. I am Marcus Bronzy, this is Trek Culture, and here are 10 welcome changes Deep Space Nine made to the Star Trek formula. Number 10. Adopting characters from past series Admittedly, since the original series and the next generation are set a century apart, it would be hard for them to share any of the main cast members, despite many of the original crew still being alive as they shot this. This is not the case with TNG and Deep Space Nine, which run parallel to each other starting from TNG's sixth season. As such, it's easy to see why the writers chose to relocate some of the TNG characters over to Deep Space Nine. The first example of this is Miles O'Brien, a humble transporter operator on the Enterprise-D who is at best a minor supporting character on the show. And as a main character in DS9, we see him promoted to Chief of Operations and we get to see some intriguing new sides to his rich down-to-earth personality. Also, Lieutenant Commander Worf, the Klingon fan favourite from TNG, comes to the station in the fourth season, staying for the remainder of the series. We also get to see a fantastic character development for him in DS9 too, seeing a more gentle side of Worf alongside his usual Klingon self. In this new environment, it's refreshing to see more of these old faces that still have a lot to give. Number 9. Silly Space Fun Not every episode of Star Trek has to be about brain-bending science and intergalactic space battles. Sometimes the crew deserve a little bit of time off from those god-like threats that seem to show up every other day or episode, should I say, and the inhabitants of Deep Space Nine know how to wind down better than most. Take the Season 7 episode, Take Me Out to the Hollow Suite, in which Captain Sisko is challenged by a condescending Vulcan crew to a game of baseball in one of the station's hollow suites. Sisko, a lifelong fan of baseball, assembles his own crew into the Niners team, and the whole episode is spent following their struggles to get ready for the match. Special shout out to Odo for his You're out of here! There's nothing at stake here besides Cisco's pride, 
No risk of war, no huge sacrifice if they lose, nothing. It's just a nice bit of playing around away from all of the Trek jargon. We also get to see the team really bond and it's endlessly funny to see this characters way outside of their comfort zones. Other episodes such as the equally hollow sweet heavy bada bing bada bang do this just as well, further emphasizing that strictly adhering to the series iconic formula isn't always necessary. Number 8. A stationary setting I get it, newcomers to the series may initially think how are the crew supposed to boldly go where no one has gone before if they're bumming around all day on a static space station? Evidently, the writers were anticipating this reaction as Deep Space Nine is positioned right next to a wormhole leading to the Gamma Quadrant, a largely uncharted part of the galaxy, making their mission in the name of exploration quite an important one. Many expeditions are made through the wormhole, which is made that much easier by the introduction of the USS Defiant in the third season. And as the new discoveries are made, more and more people make their way to the station, either briefly or for pretty extensive stays. Deep Space Nine has the benefit of having new life and new civilizations come to them, making for a refreshingly homely central hub in the final frontier. Number 7. Older Cultural Concepts With Gene Roddenberry's vision of a utopian future comes an unprecedented opportunity for showcasing ideas and storylines that touch upon the issues reflecting today's culture. Star Trek has always been about equality and diversity, and in Deep Space Nine this is shown in a number of daring new ways. In the episode Rejoined, when Jadzia reunites with Lenara Khan, a true woman who formerly married a previous host of Jadzia Dax's symbiote, the two share one of television's first ever lesbian kisses. The message here emphasizes the lack of prejudice and homophobia in the Star Trek timeline in a way that both makes sense in the canon and sends messages to the viewers of the present day. The series also tackles racism in an ingenious multi-episodic arc featuring Benny Russell in a dreamt-up embodiment of the black American Captain Sisko in 1950s New York. Benny is a writer who envisions a story of a futuristic space station run by a black captain, but the repeated rebuttal of the idea by his superiors leads to his dismissal and eventually insanity. In a setting where such issues no longer exist, it's commendable of the writers to take us back to a time when they did, showing us how far the people of Star Trek have come from where we as a society seem to still be stuck at at this present time. Number 6. A Main Antagonist Depending on who you ask, it's debatable who this main antagonist is. Is it the Dominion? Is it the Kai of Bajor? Or Goldacat, the dangerously unstable Cardassian psychopath? In truth, it really doesn't matter because all three represent something that, until DS9, the Star Trek series had never really seen in the same way before. Sure, the original series had reoccurring enemies like Khan, Harry Mudd, and similarly, TNG had the likes of the Borg or Q, but one of DS9's strengths is that it lessened focused on the Monster of the Week format, thereby giving rise to a number of adversaries that continue to be ever-growing thorns in Captain Sisko's side. Over time, we see these enemies' goals and personalities change, elevating them from disposable one-episode baddies to real threats of equal significance to the crew of Deep Space Nine. As their plans unfold slowly and organically, it's all the more satisfying when they finally meet their match. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. 
That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Number five, gold press latinum. Much like the stationary setting of DS9, the reintroduction of money into a society that has outgrown the need for it may seem like a step backwards. But it's important to remember though, that there are more than just humans on the space station and one such race, the Ferengi can't get enough of their much coveted currency, gold pressed latinum. For the station's Ferengi bartender Quark, latinum is a huge motivator for almost everything he does. The Ferengi civilization is literally built around its pursuit of wealth. And with its rules of acquisition governing how to maximize profits in any given situation, the crew have been known to, you know, bribe Quark with Latinum to get him to perform tasks he never would otherwise. And the Ferengi aren't the only ones to use gold press Latinum, as it appears to be in use all over Deep Space Nine. And whilst money was never something that was missed in the series prior to DS9, it represents new stakes for the characters and new consequences for failure, making an increase in tension whenever it comes into play. Especially with Quark's bar also doubling as a casino of sorts, he definitely knows how to capitalize on this tension. Number 4. Death That Isn't Gratuitous Death of the main characters in Star Trek is not unheard of in any of the series. I mean, the original series had Spock drop off the peg for all of 5 minutes, and the Next Generation Season 1 character Tasha Yar was killed off with a backhand from a bit of slime. Granted, Jadzia Dax's demise at the hands of Goldu Cat is all of a sudden and rather unceremonious, but given her romantic relationship with Worf as well as her symbiotic nature, the effects of her death are felt throughout the whole of the show's final season in a very unique way. The Dax symbiont is implanted into another true woman named Ezri, and as a result, she gains all of Jadzia's memories along with those of Dax's previous hosts. The closest to Jadzia have a hard time accepting Ezri Dax at first, but with her presence established as an evolution of her predecessor rather than simply a replacement, they gradually come to welcome her as part of the crew. Number 3. Strong Religious Themes This was one of the things that Gene Roddenberry expressly wanted to avoid in his perfect Star Trek vision, and indeed, TOS and TNG largely devoid of anything overly religious. As far as humans are concerned, science and religion are, more often than not, mortal enemies, at least in their real world, but other species have quite a different approach. As discovered in the show's very first episode, there exists a group of mysterious, vastly powerful alien lifeforms that appear in visions to select individuals that they deem worthy. The people of Bajor believe these beings to be prophets and worship them as gods. Major Kira is especially passionate about her faith, which often brings her into conflict with the religious leader of Bajor, Kai Wynn. Oh, hater! What makes her religion so impactful is that it's shown to have kept her going throughout the Cardassian occupation of her home planet when she was a child. 
In the face of such brutality, she held on to her beliefs, giving her the strength to endure when her parents were cruelly snatched away from her. Number 2. Animosity Between Main Characters Another of Roddenberry's big no-nos for the series was the idea of interpersonal conflicts between characters on the show, and it was originally non-existent. Despite the original series enjoying the amusing back and forth of Spock and Bones, TNG was intended to feature characters without any ill will towards each other whatsoever. Though an interesting concept in theory, here is one of those many instances where the creator just doesn't know what's best because the occasional row would sneak into TNG after Roddenberry's death and it really became a standard element of the franchise. And in Deep Space Nine, well, it probably goes without saying that the devious quark rubs a lot of crew members up the wrong way, particularly the station's head of security, Odo. For the entirety of the series, the two polar opposites enjoy a peculiar love-hate relationship, albeit with far more emphasis on the latter. And then there's Kira's aforementioned clashes with Kai Wynn, they're also a prominent recurring motive. And the decision of Quark's young nephew Nog to apply for Starfleet Academy, well, it's quite the point of concentration on board the station. Many other conflicts present themselves throughout the show, providing that extra level of realism to the interactions between such rich and interesting characters. Number 1. Serialized Storylines Now, it might not seem like it, but this one really is a biggie. We're not just talking about end-of-season episodes to pull you over to the next season. The original series and The Next Generation both followed a formula that largely favoured standalone episodes. In other words, the Monster of the Week formula, which, surprise, surprise, was something else that was in Gene Roddenberry's book, was something that he insisted on. This was not a bad thing and is one of the things that helped to draw in so many Trekkies then and still helps to draw in brand new Trekkies now. To this day, I mean, the fact that you can walk into a room with it on and start watching an episode and kind of understand what's going on without having someone explain it to you, having to watch the whole previous set of episodes in the season is quite a fabulous thing. But by opening up the possibility of longer, more complex story arcs, Deep Space Nine's writers tapped into a whole new level of depth within the series. Over the course of the show, there are multiple intricate and interwoven storylines, including the role of Captain Sisko as the emissary chosen by the prophets, the looming threat of the Dominion, Odo's quest to discover who or what he really is, and Golducat's descent into an obsessive, murderous madman. Although TNG planted some of these seeds first, it's Deep Space Nine that took them and turned them into deep, overarching themes that one single episode couldn't hope to cover. And as each of these predicaments are dealt with one by one on screen, their impact and scope often leaves you wondering, but how much work is left to do? Perhaps a future Star Trek show will provide all of those answers. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big. 